And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Space Uber, better than regular Uber, Uber, Lyft, and Lyft combined. Why? Because it's in space. on the cautious optimism. I'm trying to find this lady named Rico. Your old teacher, he wants you to do a research project for him. The ancient enemy, the rat people that we all think are a myth are actually returning and he can't investigate or research it himself because it's insane and he would be ridiculed. Kyan and Liliana should go talk to the psychic people. I want to send messages. For me, it would be more helpful to read minds. Johnny Lee is attempting to fly to his old ship. The hired gun has left the station. Physically stopping it is beyond our powers, but we might be able to interrupt the thoughts of the pilot. Uh, Chipcom? There's no response. He found the button. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but like, I'm famous. A species capable of Santa power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. So the cautious, the cautious optimi- optimism, the cautious optimism. Wow, the cautious optimism is pulling alongside the hired gun, pulling alongside, looking like they're about to blow it up, or pulling alongside, looking like they're about to board it. Well, they're pulling alongside in a way that the missile launcher, which is pointed right out the front of the ship, is not pointed at the hired gun. Okay, so they look like they're trying to board it. Okay, well, that's good. How far off are we in our space Uber? At the speed you're going, it's probably going to be 15 minutes before you get there. Oh my gosh. Speed it up and I'll give you five stars. <laughs> You'll get a 20% tip. Well, hey guys, I wish I could go faster. I really do. But company policy has very strict limitations on the speed in which I can travel oh. this close to the station. But don't you worry. We'll get there just as quickly as we possibly can. <sighs> I say to Hank and Rico, do you guys have any kind of backdoor we can contact Shipcom through? Not if he's switched off, Captain, no. I can try to remotely get into him, but I don't know how successful that's going to be. I mean, we have 15 minutes. Might as well do something. I will try to backdoor into Shipcom. Okay. That'll be a hacking roll with uh, minus four. Oh, if you're giving me minus four, that's a tie. 
Well, you went on ties. So, okay, you have just barely managed to make some kind of a connection. You're typing away on your little keyboard and it doesn't seem to be going very well. And then finally, the last command you type in, you hear beep, 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 shh, boop, and you're in. What is the current status of Shipcom? You are logged in right now to the base operating system that came with the ship initially. The Shipcom computer core CPU has no power. All right. I would like to reroute power to Shipcom. Okay. You're working on that. It's a little tricky because there is no built-in system for the old operating system to boot up this new aftermarket hardware, but you're working on that and you think it's possible, but it'll take a little time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hank. Yes. Can you vent the oxygen with the way you're hacked in now? You want me just to dump oxygen so that everybody passes out? So that Johnny Lee passes out. There's no one else on the ship. Well, there's the Matorb. There's the Matorb. Yeah. Tyboon is on there. Yeah. I look at Kyan. Can we do that safely? Uh, I'm worried that if we do it, they're going to end up crashing the ship. It depends. I mean, you have to leave some oxygen on there. All you can do is vent enough to make it thin for them, but yeah. that's not going to guarantee anything. Yeah. That seems like a risky strategy, Captain. Yeah. <sighs> All right. We'll go back to rerouting the power. And I do that. Okay. So you're working on that. That's going to take a little bit of time. If I do my little psychic singing thingamabobber, does that speed him up, Edney? And I'm asking this as like a asking the DM question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could help. That could definitely help. Okay, then Liliana's going to just kind of start softly singing behind him. All right. Ilencia, make a roll to see if your psionic singing for IQ is successful. Okay. Oh, crud. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Failure by a two. Okay. Well, maybe Liliana is mentally exhausted from the beginning of the training that started. She's had a lot going on. Well, that's <laughs> certainly true. So you're putting your heart and soul into it, but what's coming out is just the bad singing. <laughs> She's got a cold, okay? <laughs> You've heard this before, where a moment after she starts singing, usually it suddenly starts to sound really good because the telepathy kicks in. But in this case, the telepathy's not. And it's just fingernails <laughs> on a chalkboard for as long as she sings. Uh, I feel like Hank dials in an errant line of code. <laughs> I make it worse. Mm -hmm. Liliana, Liliana, could you cut that out right now? Oh, sorry. Okay. It's really not helping. How are you doing down there, Hank? Struggling. Um, it, this is quite time intensive. Um, Can I help? I, I don't know. And, and I'll slide the keyboard to her. Uh. All right. Yeah. Go ahead and both of you make a hacking roll. Does Rico have hacking? Yeah, Rico, uh, Rico doesn't have a character sheet open. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, Rico took hacking about the same uh, time I did. Rico does have hacking, yeah. Okay, so both of you make hacking rolls. Still with a modifier or? No, since you've logged in successfully, no modifier. Ooh, success by six. Oh my goodness. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, success by three. Okay, so that's a total of success by nine. So with Rico helping, that is making it go faster. It's going to be about five minutes, you estimate. Captain, it's going to be at least five minutes before we can get Shipcom powered up. Well, good job for getting it in there. All right. Perhaps in the meantime, you can come up with a plan with the other two while we work on this. 
Yeah, any ideas from anybody? Liliana's just over in the corner pouting. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're going to the cautious optimism. We're bypassing the other ship, right? We're going to dock with the cautious optimism. Okay. The original goal was that we were going to try to sneak onto that ship and steal the treasure. Now I think we're into this too deep, and I'd like to just take this ship. Take the whole ship. The whole ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which ship? The other ship. Okay. And do what with the crew? Start a fleet. (laughs) 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 With the crew, I don't know. I mean, that's phase two. Phase one is getting there and getting on it. Well, so here's this, Captain, and I hold up one of the thumb drives with ship comms backup on it. (gasps) Oh, my God. Hank, when you're not so covered in grease, I I will kiss you. Hank blushes. (laughs) We're going to install one of ship comms children on that ship. And add it to our fleet. That is excellent. Okay, so my feeling is is we need to drop some people on the cautious optimism to get that stuff stabilized. Yeah. And then the taxi needs to go immediately over to the other ship. So we have to figure out who's going where. Well, I'm definitely invading the pirate ship. And I want to take Rico with me because she knows the incredibly complicated code to break into the stuff. Plus, she can hack. Absolutely, Captain. I would say leave Hank on the cautious optimism because he knows how to fix it or how it runs. He also will kill anybody he needs to, Johnny Lee in particular, if he needs to. <laughs> so, Kyan, you get to choose. How hard does that scale slide, Captain? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I will not tolerate mutiny. I will tolerate people being irritating and having bad ideas. Got <laughs> How about Liliana go on the cautious optimism? Because if nothing else, she might be able to flirt, you know, distract him. Hey, that works for me. I think Kyan's going to probably choose to go on the other ship just because that's where people are most likely to get hurt. So, Kyan, bring your medical stuff with you. I know you carry medical stuff, but bring your extra medical stuff because we might have to knock a lot of people out for a little while. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kill that other crew. I just want their stuff. Right. Well, <laughs> we, well he doesn't He doesn't kill anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> Hey, everybody, that ship you wanted me to fly you to? Yeah. It looks like somebody's getting off. And the pilot of your little shuttlecraft is pointing at a person who has just exited the airlock of the Cautious Optimism. They're wearing the outside spacesuit, and they're floating towards the airlock of the hired gun. (sighs) Is it a Matorb or is it a human? (laughs) There's only two armholes in the suit. Well, we could tell the difference between little Johnny Lee and an eight foot to nine foot tall. We could make that distinction. Make a perception check. That bastard's in my suit. How dare he take my suit? Success by one. Kain has temporarily gone blind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One of the other ship's headlights got in Kain's eyes and he's blinking real fast. But yeah, it looks like Johnny Lee. That's fine. Johnny Lee just became my problem on the other ship. Okay, well then, should Liliana go with you on the other ship? I don't want to leave Hank by himself. Okay. Liliana and Hank, the dynamic duo, and she, like, skips over and, like, grabs his arm. (laughs) As he's trying to type. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And there's another errant lot of code. (laughs) Hank and Rico, go ahead and make hacking checks again, please. Okay. No modifier. For a 10 against 12, success by 2. Okay. 6, 10, 12, success by 4. Okay, success by 6 overall. So, okay. You're pretty sure you have programmed a startup routine for Shipcom. And as you press enter, 
It looks like you lose access to the built-in operating system. It goes offline. And a moment later, the pilot says, hey, we're, uh, we're being hailed by, uh, by your ship there, by the Cautious Optimism. Do you guys want to talk to it? Yes, let it through, please. Okay. Hey, this is Shuttlecraft 72. You're talking to, what's your name, miss? Hey, Shipcom, can you read me? Yes, I am online. I apologize. I was disabled. Was it the big red button? Indeed. Oh, I'm sorry, Shipcom. We'll rethink that. My bad, everybody. My bad. Okay. <laughs> Internal sensors cannot locate your friend Johnny Lee. I know. He escaped out the airlock. I'm going to take care of him. But good news. It's a Shipcom. We're going to put one of your babies on this ship you're riding next to. This is very exciting. And I hand Captain Rory the thumb drive. I put it in my zip-up pocket. So Shipcom, we're about to do a thing. I don't know if you're going to be able to help us at all or assist, but half of us are going to go over onto this ship that's next to you. That's called the Hired Gun, and we're going to seize it. We're going to take it like pirates so that we can keep your baby close to us. So anything you can do to help with that would be greatly appreciated. Should we be telling the shuttle pilot all of this? <laughs> Does he want a five-star review or not? Does he want the ship? So I'm going to be honest with you. Hank wants to slide one of the other thumb drives into the shuttle. (laughs) Did you say that out loud? And I'll nudge the captain and show her another thumb drive. Oh, boy. Would this Uber fit in that other ship? I mean, the Uber is very small. I mean, it's just for passengers. So, yes, you could dock it inside the cargo bay. (laughs) The minute we dock, I'm going to plug in the thumb drive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this poor guy. Like, it's his shuttlecraft. <laughs> He's just trying to pay his way through space college. Do I see Hank doing this? So you nudge me and show me. Yeah, you know what's going on. <sighs> I give you a no, don't do it. I thought about it. No, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Slides a thumb drive back in his overalls. <laughs> that was a good idea there. The minute she turns her head, he does it anyway. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, we're starting to get close to your ship. Since you're talking to him, do you want to go ahead and ask him to open up the cargo bay door so I can bring it in and dock? Or do you want me to just hook up to your airlock? Hook up to the airlock. I don't trust the... Well, no, I didn't see Hank do that. Well, you still have to get the shuttle to the other ship, too. So the quicker we can do that, the better. Dump me and Liliana off real quick, and then you guys can slide into the cargo hold. So cargo hold of the cautious optimism. No, airlock, cautious optimism, drop us off, and then cargo hold the other one since it's so much bigger. Okay, we'll do that. But we can't cargo hold the other one because we don't have control of that ship. Well, hey, should I hail that other ship then, the hired gun, and ask him if we can dock? No, 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 no. Hang on a second. We're going to have to use the airlock. Yeah, we'll all have to use the airlock to get over there. Yeah. Yeah. Because the cargo hold's not going to just be randomly open because that would be ridiculous. Uh oh. It looks like that guy that left your ship is getting into a little bit of trouble. (sighs) And you see what looks like laser flashes from the inside of the hired guns airlock. Oh, shoot. Well, (sighs) just stay on our side of the cautious optimism. Let us get on there. We can reassess the situation. All right. We're getting pretty close. Everybody sit down and buckle up. I'm going to pull us up to your airlock and we'll have you on board there in a jiffy. Thank you, kind sir. You're welcome. Hey, if you wouldn't mind giving me a five-star review and maybe a little tip in the app after you debark, that would be great. All right, but just a tip. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Oh, dear. Your little shuttle is pulling up to the Cautious Optimism airlock, which Shipcom has prepped for uh, making a connection and everything. And as it turns around, so the butt of the shuttle is connecting to the airlock, and you guys can leave out through the back, you have a very good clear view out the front into the other airlock, the higher guns airlock. And you see what looks like a dead body of what must be one of the crew members of the higher gun laying in the airlock as Johnny Lee steps inside and closes the airlock door behind him. Well, <laughs> at least we know who we're fighting. <laughs> he might go in there and kill everyone and we won't have to. So uh, the second I get off of the shuttle, I give the five-star rating and the tip. And then I go and immediately put on my spacesuit. Well, and Liliana, as she's getting off, she's... I'm going to like turn to the space Uber driver. Thank you so much. Here's a signed photo for you. <laughs> oh, hey, that's great, miss. Thank you so much for this. <laughs> Shipcom. Beep, beep, boop. Can you hail Johnny Lee? Because he's wearing one of our suits. You should be able to communicate with him, yes? I certainly can. I am opening a connection now. Captain, you should ask Johnny Lee what he's doing. Johnny Lee, I'm pretty pissed off. Shh, shh, shh. I'm stealthing. <laughs> I'm on board the other ship, Aurora. Don't talk too loudly. I'm going to stealth you to death. What is wrong with you? I saw you already killed somebody. It's fine. It's fine. They were shooting at me first, so self-defense. How many were shooting at you? Well, that person that tried to stop me from getting through their airlock. It's okay. It's okay. Look, I'm just following your orders. You told me to come on board the ship, right? We're going to steal the treasure and everything? Absolutely not. I never said for you to come on board the ship. I asked for you to get the cautious optimism in the debris field. You didn't do that, and you have messed up our plan, and I'm really irritated. I feel like you told me to come on board the ship, so I'm basically just following your orders. Now, anyway, since I'm already here, I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to steal the treasure. Where is it? Did you guys find where it is? I'm not going to tell you where it is. You have to go room to room. Well, that'll be harder. But I took the laser pistol off that person who was trying to kill me, and I killed in self-defense. So I'll go ahead and get started on that. If you guys want to come over here and help, that'd be great. Okay. Oh, we'll be right there. We're on our way. Okay, great. Over and out. Beep, beep, boop. He's close the connection, Captain. That's fine. I know where he is. Okay. Can I check on our Matorb friend? Like, is he... <laughs> Are we all good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Tyboon probably walks in about now and says, Hey, so I lost contact with you for a little bit. The comms went down. And then that Johnny guy started putting on the spacesuit. And I gotta, I'll be completely honest. I'm not sure what's going on anymore. And so I just, I, I just stood back. Like, I'm not even a member of the crew. And this is very weird and confusing. I made some more coffee. I hope that's okay. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the best thing you could have done. No worries. <laughs> yes, much appreciated. We don't know what's going on either. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. I'm starting to think maybe I'll just go on to the Zegon station. I appreciate you guys' offer to let me go with you and, and everything, but this ship seems really unsafe. Yeah. We'll see if you can call that Uber back. Oh, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyan, Rico, are y'all suited up, ready to go? Uh, yeah, I guess if those were the last orders we were given, that's what we would have been doing. Yes, yes. Am I the only one with the firing weapon? Yes. Uh, no, I've got a gun. 
Oh, no. Rico definitely doesn't have one. Yeah. I've got a laser pistol of some sort, and I have four shields. And I have two, because I got four arms. <laughs> nice. All right, so whenever we're ready to disembark, pardon, whenever we're ready to debark this ship, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Easy enough for you guys to get into the airlock and open the door out into outer space. Now, to actually maneuver to get to the other airlock, you're basically going to have to jump out of your airlock and aim correctly, because once you're in the middle, you won't have any way to course correct until you get to the other end. From the cautious optimism, can we like hold on to ropes or something and make sure that they don't fly away and then... Yeah, I'm sure there's a tether. Yeah. Untether it once they get in. We'll tether ourselves, because Hank and I did this, the last airlock adventure. You hook into the back tether that's attached to the cautious optimism. We jump over there. Once we make it, we untether ourselves, and then those leads can be reeled back in. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but I want to make some kind of a check if you have anything like athletics or anything. Otherwise, I guess it'll just be dexterity minus four. I have both running and jumping. Oh, well, let's go with jumping. Okay. Failure by one. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Well, thrown off, I suppose, by the lack of gravity. You see Rico make a leap for the other airlock, and you have the tether going. You're not going to float off into nowhere. At first, it looks like she's on course, but then you realize she's drifting kind of up off to the side. Yeah. So she's going to hit the hull of the other ship, but it'll take a little bit of time to scooch along the outside of the hull over to where the airlock is. All right. You hear swearing over the comms. <laughs> I made a dexterity, like an equal... To my dexterity, but if you're negativing it, then I got negative. Well, wait, I hold you before you jump. Okay. Once she's over there, there's a tether leading from here to over there. We'll just pull along on her tether. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> that is a good plan, but Joe did already roll the dice. <laughs> All right. I did not roll the dice. I'm going to go on one of their two tethers. If you want to try to stop him as he's leaping, you'd have to make a strength check to see if you can pull him back. I will try a strength check. Make a roll. A success by two. All right. So you leap out of the airlock in what you think is the right way, and suddenly you're pulled back into the airlock. (laughs) We're just going to wait until she gives us a line over there. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) He gives you four thumbs ups. (laughs) Good. Nothing like a quick spacewalk to get the old blood flowing. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. I apologize for the weird sound quality and for the noise in the background. I am actually still at school waiting for an evening event to start. So we record when we can. Jeremy on Twitter said, Why, yes, I did order a shirt that says the GM's incompetence does not mean player success. Yay! Thanks, Jeremy, for all your wonderful support. If you want to be cool like Jeremy, go check out our merch store over on geek2geekmedia.com. You can pick up that wonderful quote t-shirt attributed to our amazing GM, Todd. And it's a pretty universal gamer quote, so you can wear it to all your in-person tabletop role-playing sessions. And while you're at geek2geekmedia.com, sign up for the Geek2Geekmedia Slack server and Discord channel, where you can talk with the crew of the Cautious Optimism in real time. You can also follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. 
You can also get a hold of us via email at podcast at as the dice Now, when our crew is not bungee jumping back and forth between spaceships, you can find them podcasting about all sorts of geeky things. Kelly just released a new episode of her podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. You can find Todd and Alinzia on their podcast, Nerdberg Review. And Todd is also on Farming Simulated with Bama. On my podcast, Geektitude, we are doing a rewatch of the X-Men franchise movies. Our last episode was on X-Men The First Class and The Wolverine. And our next episode will cover X-Men Days of Future Past and Deadpool. And if you're following along with us, make sure to watch the rogue cut of Days of Future Past. And of course, you can find Raven on her podcast, Girls Gone Wow. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Friday, March 25th, with the next episode of What Is Not, and then again on April 1st with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if the crew will find their way onto the hired gun right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Beep, 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 beep. Comics. Beep. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. Rico, you land on the other ship and grab hold to the outer hull, but you're not right at the airlock. As you turn around, you realize no one else has jumped over with you, but you can talk over the comms. Yeah. Right. So over the comms, I say, once you get over there, either hold on to something tightly or take off your tether and tether it to a hook over there. We're just going to use your line to get across. You are the most athletic out of us. I thought we were all jumping together, Captain, but that's fine. Let me just uh, scoot round the thing. I fear that we would have made it harder for you and possibly knocked you off the hull altogether. I mean, I missed where I was aiming for, Captain. We probably would have missed the ship. <laughs> anyway, it won't take me a couple of seconds to get around. She's got, like, flexibility advantages and she's got, like, perfect balance and, and running and jumping. So I imagine it doesn't take her very long to get around the thing. She's a cat. Yeah, it's weird working in microgravity, but yeah, otherwise, Rico is well-suited for this task. I do want you to make some kind of a roll, though. Dexterity with no modifier, if you don't have any kind of athletics or something else that you think would make more sense. Four, five, six, seven, eight! Dexterity is eleven. I don't think I have anything that makes any more... Okay. Yeah, dexterity, yeah, so success by three. Okay, so you're doing a great job. Rico is climbing straight and true and pretty quickly towards the airlock. Kyan and Rory, make perception checks. Fail by three. <laughs> Succeeded by two. Okay, Kyan, you see movement in the other airlock, the one that Rico is quickly approaching. That's not good. Rico, stop for a second. Okay, what's going on? A moment later, the higher gun's airlock door opens, 
and you see somebody wearing not just a regular spacesuit, but like an armored combat spacesuit in the airlock. And he's looking directly at Rory and Kyan on the Cautious Optimism's airlock. At what point do I notice him? When I tap you on the shoulder and point. <laughs> when Kyan told Rico to stop, I think that would have alerted you and you'd have noticed him then. So I immediately, I mean, as much as you can in zero gravity, try to jump up and down and wave my arms like I'm trying to get his attention. <laughs> so I imagine Rico's going to try and like duck behind if there's anything kind of, I don't know, you know, there's always like knobbly bits on the outsides of spaceships. Sure, sure. Is there a knobbly bit that she can hide behind? Well, in the angle that you're at, it would be very difficult for him. He'd have to poke his head out of the airlock and around to see you on the wall outside. So you're good. You're good. You're 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 very well hidden, you feel like, from him. Apart from the tether that's connecting me to the other spaceship. Yes, over the tether. <laughs> Except for the tether. So he's looking right at you, Captain. Your your hand waving was successful. You've got his attention. Shipcom, can you patch me into his comms? I am hailing. And you see his left hand go up to his helmet and push a little button right on the side of his helmet. And then Shipcom says, he is responding. Here he is. What What are you doing? There's a madman who stole our ship and has come onto your ship. I think he's there to kill people. Okay, we're already aware of him. That's fine. You guys look like you're getting ready to come over here. Do not come over here. You are not allowed on the ship. Do you not need medical assistance? Why do you say that? We saw him firing. He took our ship. We had to get a shuttle. As we were pulling up to our own ship, we saw him go across and we saw laser fire. Well, yeah, one of our people are down. That's true. But we're okay there. Let me ask you, are any of your crew members unconscious for no reason? It's weird that you would ask that. We were all unconscious there for a little while. Hmm. Did you guys have the same thing? Yeah. Make a fast talk or something for persuasion. Okay. Oh, um... <laughs> I failed by one. Ooh, okay. He's going to say, yeah, we've experienced that. Look, until we know more about what's going on, you guys stay there. Okay, are you sure you don't need any help? We do not need any help. Okay. Kyan would like to roll a diplomacy check and hold up his medical bag and go, are you sure? Okay. And hopefully diplomatize. Uh, Kyan, aren't those the guys that were, like, stealing your people? Yeah, well... <laughs> okay this is a complex situation <laughs> it does not happen <laughs> it's not you failed i failed by one okay he looks at you holding up your medical bag and you can see him like inside his space helmet just shaking his head no okay listen this is me out of character i know that the password has changed from jellyfish i don't remember what the new password is but <laughs> would have remembered it toenail toenail Toenail, thank you. So I... You finally remembered the old one, now that it no longer applies. Oh my god. So I see what Kyan's doing, and then my last thing I say to him is, we'll stay over here, and just so you know, we're not hauling any toenails, and I put my finger against my helmet. Oh, like you're doing the side of the nose thing? Yes. <laughs> okay. Make a diplomacy fast talk something with a plus four. Oh, I better not fail this. So that would be a success by six for diplomacy or fast talk. Okay. As soon as you say toenail, you see his demeanor changes a little bit. And he says, I see. 
Well, since you're not carrying any toenails, hold on, let me talk to my captain just a moment. And you see him push some buttons on the side of his helmet, and then he pushes another button and he comes back on your headphones and he says, Okay, yeah, you know what, that's fine. Go ahead and bring your ship closer and we can go ahead and dock and you can come aboard. Excellent. Okay, you be careful. Same to you. I'm going to pull my crewman back this way off of the ship until we dock. (laughs) Okay. So he steps inside his ship and the internal airlock door closes. The external door is still open to allow you guys to dock and everything. (laughs) And Rico, you've overheard this whole conversation and you're still on the hull where if the two ships do connect, you're going to be outside the airlock tunnel. (laughs) Yeah, no, we got to get her back in. Yeah, Rico's going to launch herself back up towards the... (laughs) Cautious optimism and hope that somebody grabs her. Well, since you've got the tether. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we got you. We got you. Exactly. Yeah, you don't even need to roll for this because you can just retract the tether and get pulled right into where you need to be. So that's okay. I've got a little bit of con- like. I know we've got to have a quick talk before we dock. Ah, Shipcom, dock us slowly. <laughs> okay. Do these bad guys know what we look like? I forget. No. They didn't see you. I mean, they... But the engineer saw Hank, didn't he? No, the engineer never had eyes on Hank. He was talking to you guys over the little doorbell radio. Oh, okay. And then Hank sealed him in engineering. I don't... He never got a look at you guys. Okay. Now, Liliana and Kyan met some of the ship's crew in the bar... But the ship's crew didn't know that you two were connected to anything else in any way, so... Yeah, technically we would have had alibis then. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only eye contact anyone's made. Okay. So everybody come up here while we're talking about this so we can all weigh in on it before we end up having to talk with the ship. <laughs> Liliana's going to bring you all cups of coffee. Excellent. Amazing. <laughs> Rico has just jumped from one ship to another and then back again <laughs> for apparently no reason. But it looks amazing. Very graceful looking. <laughs> Other than missing. Well, I mean, that, you know, that happens. It's space. <laughs> I mean, that also happens to cats sometimes. <laughs> That's true. My cat earlier on today just fell off the sofa. So, you know. Yeah. Look, we're not going to bring it up. It's fine. <laughs> and we're going to pretend it was what she meant to do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so things have changed. Now we have a moral dilemma, and also we've got to do a lot of lying. So who's on board for that? First of all, the moral dilemma issue. Hank's pistol clears his holster. Uh, Captain, can I confirm what our kind of objective is here? (laughs) Now I just want that ship just based on principle. Okay. (laughs) I just want it. Now that's my want, my desires. You guys don't have to share them. Okay. What about Johnny Lee? Don't worry about Johnny Lee. I'll take care of him. It sounds like they might be taking care of him, Captain. Even better. Um, well, so in order to get the other ship, we're going to have to kill all of those crew, right? No, no. We just have to knock them out and immobilize them. There's a nice Lorndon colony we could put them in. They already know that you knew about Toenail. Right, so they know I'm in the guild. And if we pretend like the same things that have happened to them have happened to us, it may give us a whole nother strategy of being able to assess the situation, figure out how many of them there are. I mean, this is a big ask. I know I'm asking you for a big ask, but I want that ship. And I don't want to kill any of them. But if we don't kill them, they're going to tell the guild that we stole the ship. Yeah. Yeah, it's a guild of thieves. We ought to be rewarded for stealing the ship and recognized for what an amazing group of thieves we are. Yeah, but that's not what's going to happen, is it, Captain? 
We're not supposed to steal from each other. Yeah. There is no honor among thieves. I don't know. (laughs) You're the captain. I mean, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Because, I mean, we were going to take down the guild anyway. So this might give us some sort of recognition. Get us even higher. Taking down the guild might be easier if we don't piss everybody who's currently in it off. These people might have enemies that are high up that'll thank us for doing it. But we're going to have this ship, Captain. Yeah, because we'll have gotten it rightly. We'll have stolen it. (laughs) Kyan, who usually follows his quirk of careful, is not this particular time simply because, in his mind, these are people who are slavers and he will have none of it. So he says, Captain, I am all for doing anything that's going to keep these people from smuggling people ever again. So short of killing people, I'm in. All right. And I don't want to kill people. What are we going to do with them? I think we should drop them off somewhere where it's going to take them a little while to get back to the guild. Do you mean outside league space? Preferably. We're going to take them to Galaganar with us, Captain? No, I think that would be too dangerous. I think we need to get rid of them as fast as possible. Although, wait, how close are we to Galaganar? It's still going to be a couple of months to reach Galaganar. It's pretty far. Okay, yeah. I mean, I figure we drop them off somewhere where they'll be safe, but not have access to communications or a ship quickly. Mm, I think it's unlikely that we'll find somewhere that doesn't have access to that kind of communications, Captain. Planets are huge. The reality of the situation is, as soon as we put them down, the guild is going to find out what we did. I'm willing to work that problem out after the fact. I'm not suggesting we don't do it. I just think that we need to be cognizant that that is the reality of the situation. The guild will know that we stole this ship. I think the guild will know that we stole the ship when we come riding up in the ship. But you're right. Well, could we play dumb and make it sound to the guild like we didn't know that these guys were part of the guild and that they were just like being rude to us? We just used the password! <laughs> <laughs> I think lying to the guild is not in our best interest. I think (laughs) proudly telling the truth to the guild when it finally comes up will be in our best interest. But in the meantime, we're going to have to lie like crazy to not have these people kill us because they have armored spacesuits and we do not. All we have are our wits and our good intentions and like three guns. We're doomed. (laughs) I mean, I would bet on us, but I understand if you wouldn't. Liliana, you hear the spirit's voice in your mind, and they're saying, I'm so sorry, the ship's drifted too far away. Everyone is waking up. We can't affect them any longer. We're also only aware of six of them now. Some of them, we can't touch their minds anymore. And there's our in. We're stopping Johnny from killing any more of their crew. That's how this all went down. Yep. But I can't actually communicate back with the spirit, right? We already established that, and I only had, like, five seconds of training. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, you haven't learned how to send messages yet. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, then Liliana's just going to tell everyone, you know, hey, so the spirit lady just said that now there's only six of them on the ship, and yeah, like, the spirit people can't, you know, mess with them anymore. Okay. So, the story is that we were also knocked unconscious, and that's how Johnny Lee stole our ship. We are going to tell our Matorb friend to stay hidden in our ship and stay in the back. And didn't he take the space super? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You did suggest that. I suggested it. He's over on the corner looking down at a computer terminal and he hollers out, that space Uber guy already has another job, so I'm waiting for the next available one. Okay, we'll take it ASAP and good luck to you. Okay, thanks for all your help. And good luck with all this. 
Yes. <laughs> we never saw you and you never saw us. It's funny how it worked out that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that problem has solved itself, but I am going to take care of Johnny Lee on site. Next time on The Cautious Optimism. Where was the last time you saw this infiltrator? He's deadly dangerous. Hey, Captain Rory, I don't think this is what you wanted. Captain, what's going on? It looks like the bridge is on fire. I thought you were going to capture the ship. Try and hit legs, arms. Let's let's not just kill willy-nilly here. I guess I'm going to aim around a corner and take a shot at the captain. Which captain? You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.